It was you? What in the... Oh my... Leo, what are you saying? You can't mean that... That I assaulted John Dwight? Well, I do. It was me. The truth shocked me. After days of investigating the assault of John Dwight, the Zeta cook, it turned out the answer was standing next to me this whole time. Listening to my recordings over and over again did not matter because the suspects they gave me turned out to be innocent. The true victimizer was not a rival sorority, a frat prankster, or a chapter president. It was Leah. I racked my brain trying to make sense of it all. Leah had been by my side since the start of the investigation. I would have noticed this sooner, surely. She would have let it slip, pulled Anne aside even, to confide in her. The dynamic of the house shifted after Leah's confession. As per university and sorority laws, Erica called in the campus police once again, who began their own investigation. Sir, I will ask you one more time. Will you please hand over the recordings of the past few days? Since you were recording during the incident, it classifies as official evidence for the case. I was able to weed my way out of giving away the recordings. I tried explaining that there was nothing useful in the tapes, that I had spent the past few days listening to them and found all the clues misleading, and my persistence was successful. I finally convinced the officer to leave me to my way. I'll be contacting your place of employment. Have a nice day, Mr. Sp I tried to meet up with Leah again to get her side of the story, but... She was hard to pin down those next few days. She's been a bit preoccupied lately. Can I get a few minutes with her? Just a few. I need to ask her about her side of the story, to pin down her motive. Look, she's got a lot going on right now. Campo has been bringing her and John Dwight in for questioning, and she's been having meetings with our standards committee, and she doesn't really have time for your podcast anymore. Wait, the standards committee? What's that? It's nothing you need to worry about. Just leave her be. I didn't learn about the nature of the Standards Committee until I left the Zeta House. The Standards Committee deals with any issues that arise in the house, from low GPAs to unethical behavior both inside and out of the house. Leah was meeting with them to, well, you'll find out soon enough. By the end of the week, the Zetas were ready to inform the chapter of recent happenings. Erica called an emergency meeting for Friday evening. I was supposed to only stay a week and called my boss to see if I could extend my visit. This project has been a train wreck since you started. I need to stay until Friday. You know who did it. In the series at that. A nice, suspenseful cliffhanger. We can do a follow-up print story in a few months, which will bring traffic to the actual magazine. We have no issue cutting the run of your series from five episodes to four. No, you can't do that. I was promised five episodes. So long as you could fill the time. And quite frankly, it seems you can't. Okay, I think Leah will be speaking on Friday, telling everyone her motive. That could bring even more drama. I'm not interested in hearing her side of it. Considering it's another college girl gone wild story, I'm assuming the audience won't either. What I care about is having to pay to reschedule your flight back. We don't have the money for that right now. Boss, I need to see this through. I'll find my own way back, and you don't have to pay for me for the extra day. Just, I need to know. The audience needs to know. Unlike the other Zeta meetings I'd attended, it was clear that everyone was on edge. A few younger members whispered. Most of the older members sat in silence. Thank you for attending, ladies, as we have some very important business to go over. As all of you know, John Dwight woke up in a landfill last week with bruises and a concussion. The last thing he remembered was walking behind the Zeta house. 
Campus police suspected an attack on school property but had no leads. Earlier this week, Leah admitted to the attack. Now such behavior is grounds of expulsion from the university, which means a forced resignation from the Zeta member. However, Leah has been meeting with the Standards Committee and Nationals all week, and we found her case one that should be presented to the chapter for a vote. Leah, will you come up here? Leah will tell us her side of the story, and then we, as a chapter, will vote on how we would like to proceed. Leah, whenever you're ready. Hi, everyone. Sorry to make you give up a Saturday evening. As Erica said, and I'm sure most of you know, I attacked John Dwight on Thursday, September 6th. But the series of events starts earlier, the first week of school, when John Dwight started the job. I'd come into the kitchen to get a bowl of Cheerios. John Dwight would pass behind me a little close for comfort. He'd sniff. I brushed it off, though. He sniffed often. I didn't think much of it. Then, after he asked Julia to meet his kid, he started talking to me. You go out much? I mean, I do a lot on campus, so I don't have much free time. What about on weekends? Go to any bars? <laughs> I'm uh, not 21 yet. Gotta wait a few more months. When's your birthday? November. Well, come November, you should celebrate at the Ruffian. I'm there every Friday and Saturday. I'll give you a birthday shot. Again, I brushed it off, didn't think too much of it. It only happened the one time, and I didn't want to cause a scene, worry people too much about it. Especially after what happened to Julia, I thought that was just how he's like. I give a late tour, and John Dwight was walking my way, probably finished with dinner service considering the time. He recognized me, waved, and to be polite, I waved back. He started talking to me, asking if I wanted to grab dinner or a drink. I tried to be nice about it, tell him I wasn't interested, that I had things to do. But I guess I wasn't firm enough. He kept asking, saying it wouldn't take too much time, that my homework could wait. I felt so uncomfortable, but I couldn't get out of it. He took me by my arm, pulling me toward him, asking me to trust him. I tried to get out of it, but he wouldn't let go. I, I panicked. No one else was walking behind the house, and he wouldn't stop insisting. I ended up hitting him so he'd let go. I figured it would give me time to run into the house. It didn't work right away. He got angry, pulled harder. I tried everything I could to get away. I, I don't remember the details after that. I just did everything I could to get away. I think we ended up against the house. He had me pinned, but I, I turned us around and slammed his head into the brick. That's what did it. He dropped into the bushes, and I didn't think to look to see what happened. I just ran inside. It's why I wasn't at dinner that night. I locked myself in my room and cried until I knew Anne would be back. I didn't think he was unconscious. I didn't realize the damage I'd done until Anne found him later that night outside our window. That's why I wanted to get campus security involved early. I figured that way it would be in their hands, and I wouldn't really have to worry about it. Anne found the body first, and I'd have to fill out a witness report but it wasn't supposed to get out of hand like this. I wanted the whole situation to go away and not bother anyone, but clearly that's not what happened. I understand that my actions put Zeta in a bad light, both with nationals and the university. Therefore, I won't be surprised if you all think it's best if I resign from Zeta. I, I, I don't want to. Zeta means a lot to me, but I do understand. 
Thank you, Leah. I'm going to ask you to step out of the room while the chapter votes. All right, can I get a motion to vote? Motion to vote. Second. All actives, please close your eyes and raise your hands. That includes you, sir. If you insist on staying in the room for this meeting, you have to follow our rules. Open your hands if you would like Leah to remain an active member of Zeta Zeta Mu. Okay, close your hands. Open your hands if you would like Leah to resign from Zeta Zeta Mu. Thank you, ladies. You can open your eyes now. Anne, can you go grab Leah? Leah, the chapter voted. Unanimously. We would like you to remain an active member of Zeta. We believe you. I wish you would have said something sooner. Don't worry. John Dwight's fired. HMG's already finding a new cook for us. I'm just glad you're okay. I mean, like, no one should have to go through that. After Julia's experience with him, just talking to you the way he did is grounds for firing. That was completely unprofessional. What is it about us that attracts creepy men? I don't get it. I'm sorry I didn't listen sooner. Looking back on the last few days, I should have realized something was up. Why didn't you tell me what happened? I was embarrassed. And you know, he was walking around all the time with that recorder. But for the most part, I was embarrassed and worried no one would believe me. I figured if I stayed quiet, Zeta wouldn't get in trouble, I wouldn't get in trouble, and the whole thing would blow over. That's totally valid, but Leah, just for future reference, if something like this happens again, you can come to me. I don't know how much actual help I'll be, but don't brush it off like it's nothing. Thank you, Anne. But in all seriousness, are you okay? The day's events were not at all what I had expected. To my shock, Leah did commit the assault, but was not suspended from the university or kicked out of the Zeta Zeta Mu sorority. As I was not around when the incident took place, I can't say that I believe or disbelieve her. It's impossible to ascertain truth based solely on personal anecdotes. That, I suppose, is up to you, the listener, to decide. Thank you for listening to The Zetas Podcast, brought to you by Vex Magazine. This story would not have reached so many ears if it wasn't for your interest and enthusiasm these past five weeks. Tell us your thoughts on Facebook and Twitter, and we'll be sure to respond. This is your loyal narrator, signing off for the final time. The Zetas Podcast was created, written, recorded, and edited by Alex Isaac. I was fortunate enough to work with an excellent cast. Aaron Kruzniak as the narrator, Tori Gelman as Leah, Emily Peterson as Anne, Olivia Mack as Reagan, Dimitri Stevens as Erica, Gracie Kemp as Wendy, Michelle Miller-Dill as Housemom Gloria, Nicholas Mueller as John Dwight, James Terrell as Dave, Jordan White as the campus security officer, and John Broadwater as the voice in the dump and the producer. The voices of the sorority women were supplied by members of the Delta Pi chapter of Kappa Kappa Gamma, with featured performances by Sarah Swice, Emily Yarber, Hope Dabney, and Michaela Perez. The intro and outro music is Movements Libres by Tim Femme. The dead body fanfare is Chanteris Navales 412 by LJ Cruiser. 
Both songs were found on Free Music Archive. Special thanks to Dr. Justin Rollins, TUTV Media Lab, the University of Tulsa Department of Media Studies, the University of Tulsa Department of Theater, and everyone who had a hand in making this series possible. Thank you for listening.